Barney State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS wow. or wow. 775-376-EZ-EZ. Man, that show was in town last night. Tommy went. I, I didn't go. Wolfgang Van Halen, Guns N' Roses. I can imagine it looked like it was a great time. So I had to fire it up this morning. That song always does it for me right there. Woo! Bubba came in here to check on me. He's like, you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm fine. Hey, welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Now, now look, we, we've got so much to get to. I have to, though, start with this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is world premiere time. Yesterday, I asked a favor of Ogre, who's got a new record out right now to begin with, and he took time out of his day to come up with a theme for our favorite couple to hate more than anybody. That's right, Megan and Harry Markle, also known as the Markles. Hear ye, hear ye. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed, for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Love it. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half ass podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi. Call blimey, I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Bravo! Bravo! Oh, that is so good. I I mean that that right there. Hey, it's awesome. That's Nelson Laugh Good right there. Wow. Man, oh man, you knocked that one out of the park. That is good. Golly! That was awesome. Uh, let's say, uh, gra- gar- uh, gracias, that was more work than it sounds like, but it was so much fun. It, it's all, it, it, it is fantastic. It is fantastic. Let me get some good mornings out the way. Hangtown Jen, first one here. Oh, my God, I'm first, bitches. Happy Thursday, ass. Only two days till my birthday, which means only two days till birthday cake. Means only 15 days until Arnegan. Uh, let's see, Douglas says, good morning, ass family, and Jen, happy Friday Eve. Straight Fire says, good morning, Jen, Douglas, and happy almost Friday, ass family. Uh, Fred says, uh, morning, y'all, happy Friday Eve. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Jen says, okay, try not to complain, because you know it'd be worse. Uh, fires, hurricanes, floods, being abandoned in Afghanistan, 
But but damn, it's chilly. <laughs> it's cold outside. Charles says, good morning, ass family. Yes, you have been MIA. He said, I started working as a jailer for the local county sheriff's office. I, I hope you're a good jailer. You're not like Enos. Remember how bad Enos was on the Dukes of Hazard? And my God, do we have sad Dukes of Hazard news today, people. I, I Look, this show is so jam-packed full of shit today. It's amazing. Um, but I'm off today. Well, good, 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 good. Jen doesn't like Paradise City, so she put it on mute. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day. Arise, good morning to you. In front says good morning. Mike D, good morning, everybody. Uh, let's see. Everybody loves the song. I fucking love you, Ogre. You're a lyrical genius. Ogre, that was great. Alicia, good morning. Uh, wow, awesome gold. Uh, Triple T is in the house. Cowboys girl, yeah. Threw in some Roy at the end. It sounded like Roy. I don't think it was Roy. But if it was Roy, it was fantastic. Uh, great job, Ogre. Uh, young Harm, yo, yo, yo. What's up, Young Harm? How are you? Uh, I can only imagine how much work that was. I can only imagine you humming and singing the song and your kids catching a bit of what you're singing. <laughs> uh, Charles should play the show for the inmates. Yes, yes, they would love that. All right, so I've got so much stuff to start with before we get into all the stories, so I'm going to kind of intermix all the in stories and everything. It's T-shirt time? Oh, we got to do that first. What kind of T-shirt time? T-shirt time. It is oh, today's T-shirt. It's T-shirt yeah. time. Yeah, I recognize. T-shirt time. Oh, yeah. It's T-shirt time. You know what? Yeah, yeah, let, me, let, let me just do this. T-shirt time. No, so nice. I, I don't even need T-shirt time. time, no. Stop it. By the way, tonight, season finale, Jersey Shore. Today is the colorized version of the team from Bad Street, USA, baby. Terry Bam Bam Gordy, Buddy Roberts, and the leader, Michael Purely Sexy, P.S. Hayes from Atlanta, Georgia, the Freebirds. Come on, everybody, we know it. Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. Baddest street in the whole USA. Bad Street, nasty and hot. The further down the block you went, the better it got. That is some good shit right there. And that is today's T-shirt. Oh, wait, what did I do? Good Lord Almighty. Okay, fixed it all up. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that should be, it should be Corn Pop's theme. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Damn right, he lived on Bad Street. Uh, for that shirt, you need to also play Freebird. That organ and guitar makes my hair stand on end. Oh, my gosh. Uh, by the way, okay, big announcement. Tonight, uh, I'm going to try to link it over here in a little bit. Uh, my friend Mike uh, B., He's a stand-up comedian in Sacramento. He has a uh, he does a podcast. It'll probably be out on Monday, uh, but I am recording that podcast tonight, and I can't wait to do it. So very, very fun. Very, very fun. Uh, somebody just asked me how they can listen. I, I I'm not sure. I don't know. I know how to work mine. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm decent so far. Haven't had to do too much uh, of ass yet. Uh, keyword yet. Uh, I was warned that I will have to fight a naked woman on her period sometimes. Yeah, that'd be it for me. I'm out. I'm out. 
See you later. Uh, like I said, we got a lot of stuff. Look, let me let me cover some things real quickly. Uh, if you're on the fence about the California recall, uh, this should get you off the fence really, really quickly. George Soros just donated $500,000 more to Gavin Newsom to help fight the recall in California. George Soros, when he was a boy, sold his own Jewish people out to the Nazis. Now, I, I don't know if any of this money is, is from the actual blood of Jews, but I'm going to go ahead and guess it is. So just letting you know, George Soros is in Gavin's corner. So there, there you go. I just want to be, I want to be fair to everyone. So there you go. Now, a lot of you guys uh, were on social media with me yesterday. And um, I, I, I got to get into this. Oh, and I got to get into something else. Look, like I said, Angry Arnie is coming out this morning. Angry Arnie's coming out. We got Joe Murphy. We're going to be doing uh, college football picks for the week. But man, oh man, am I going to be pissed. So yesterday I got into a conversation with somebody, somebody I know, and I'm not going to out whoever it is because they don't have a chance to defend themselves here, and I want to be fair. They put up a post on the old social media about how it is so abusive and cruel and wrong to circumcise your boys. Boys get circumcised usually in America. And it, it, look, look, yeah, I'll get into it here. And, and this person I know is dead set against it. Dead set. And even in the article, somewhat claimed that it's the exact same as genital mutate, uh, mutilation on girls. Now, I've talked to this person before about this. And I said, you know, in some countries, it's a religious. Oh, I don't care. Blah, 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 blah. See, that's part of that, that, that American that I hate. They don't care about other people's cultures. Okay? That's how they live. And, and, and don't even get me started on it. But so we get into back and forth, and I said, well, is it really like that? I mean, why can't you just do this? If you don't want to circumcise your kid, don't. Why are you worried about other people? It's none of your business. I, I put that there. And then she comes back, oh, the stigmatizing of little boys who don't have their, their penises circumcised. Oh, I shouldn't live with, I, I should just mind my own business. And, uh, uh, well, yeah, you, you should mind your own business. And then she goes into this tirade, and I'd be reading it to you if it weren't for something that I hate. Now, I don't mind back and forth. If she doesn't think that people should be circumcised, she has every right to think that. I was just asking her what makes her authority and, and name-calling worthy of other people that do it. I don't care if she does it. And she responded back that blah, 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 blah. And it's the same as, and I looked it up. I went to Johns Hopkins' website, and I looked up and the definitions and things. See, it's bad for women because it causes a myriad of health issues if you chop a woman. Okay? And it's not the same because, it, and, and I wrote, I copied and pasted what I found from Johns Hopkins there. 
And the, the circumcising women, that's just awful to even think about. Now, the boys' side, it said it could help the passing of STDs. Could help. And it, it helps against penile cancer. So there were a couple of medical benefits, and I tell you, no, it doesn't prevent. I said, no, 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 no. No, no, I never said prevent, but it does have health benefits. But once again, why don't you just mind your own business? And then I was blocked from the conversation. Now, now why, why would you block me? I, I, I mean, why would you block me? And, and Christopher says, I lean to that side. I'm very much against circumcision, but I mind my business. Yeah. It, 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 to, to go back to something, to you want to avoid little boys getting stigmatized? Well, honey, honey, little boys are assholes. It don't matter if your wee-wee is circumcised or not. They're going to find something to pick on another boy about because, well, that is in our DNA. Oh. Uh, LL Douglas, fuck that Soros, fuck Biden, fuck Gavin. Made me think of 8 Mile, fuck Cranbrook, fuck the beat. I'll go a cappella, fuck a Papa Duck, fuck a clock. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. I mean, by the way, I don't have an answer for it. If you want to circumcise your kids, circumcise your kids. If you don't want to circumcise your kids, don't circumcise your kids. Hey. You want to live? You want to do it? You go right ahead. I don't care. But you know, calling people out, you know, uh, and things that were being said were child abusers, monsters, Mm-mm-mm. and there's a lot of stuff that even culturally you can't do in this country. So I was like, all right, okay, dumb. Oh, I don't know which. So I, okay, I want to do this story. First, before I lose my fucking mind, if I can find this great exercise that I I, I saw done, I I saw somebody, and they wrote this about a teacher. It says, um, uh, this guy's daughter was learning about the Salem witch trials in school, and the teacher told him that they were going to play a game. Teacher said, I'm going to come around and whisper to each of you whether you are a witch or a regular person. Your goal is to build the largest group possible that does not have a witch in it. At the end, any group found to include a witch gets a failing grade. The teens dove into grilling each other. One fairly large group formed. But most of the students broke into small, exclusive groups, turning away anyone they thought, gave off a hint of which. Okay, the teacher said, you've got your groups. Time to find out which one fails. All witches, please raise your hands. No one raised their hands. The kids were confused and told the teacher he'd messed up the game. The teacher said, did I? Was anyone in Salem an actual witch? Or did everyone just believe what they're told? 
And this is how easy you teach kids how easy it is to divide a community. Isn't that, it, it, that, that right there, I, that would be teacher of the year, not this scumbag in Natomas. By the way, I've got the stories on that guy. That, the, the guy in Natomas, somebody just sent me something on that. Let's see, this TikTok video. I don't know if I can play it on this earphone. Oh, I don't think I can. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, there we go. All right. Project Veritas confronts Gabriel? teacher well, who teaches you? Antifa okay. doctrine in public schools. Project Veritas. I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, um, I think that comfortability in your classroom. And you mentioned to one of our colleagues that you have 180 days to turn students into revolutionaries. A student voiced their uncomfortability in your classroom with the Antifa flag. Do you recall that? Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. Uh, you tacitly implied they might be aligned with fascists. I mean, is this a kind of behavior in line with the mission statement of your high school? As the guy is wearing a hammer and sickle shirt. Sir, I'm not harassing you. I'm, I'm trying to get comments. You're a public school teacher. You're a public school teacher. And you're teaching things outside the curriculum. Wow. Wow. So last night, I guess they had the, uh, the school board meeting on this fella. Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can find it now. Where, where is it in my cheat sheet here? Um... I don't know where I had it in my cheat sheet here. Oh, Natomas High School board me. Here we go. Um, they, uh, furious parents attend California school board meeting where a radical Antifa teacher is set to be fired after Project Veritas expose. Does this guy deserve to I Look, man, I... I Here's My follow-up question, uh, Superintendent Evans, is um, obviously this investigation uh, created results. Obviously, you acted our, off of our investigation. Uh, my question is, are you happy that we exposed this? <laughs> Unfortunately, public comment doesn't allow me as the president chair to exchange. Wow. Look, man, the guy didn't want to answer the question. I, I get it. Oh, okay, let's see. No, I don't want that. Bloop. Okay, so there you go. He's going to get fired. Uh, Alicia says, bravo to Project Veritas for uncovering that. If I was in class, I'd stood up. Which, which, bitch, snitch, all the same. Uh, damn good lesson. If she weighs the same as a duck, she's made of wood. <laughs> I heard that sex is less enjoyable if circumcised. I wouldn't know as I've never had a chance to compare the difference. Hey, man. Uh, like I said, do it if you want. If you don't, hey, great. Awesome. I, I just, you know, mind your own business. It doesn't affect, uh, that, that's the thing to me. When shit doesn't affect me, like if somebody wants to, you know, cut their kid's pee-pee, I, I was circumcised. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh. And, and, yes, I think it is a, a whole religious thing that's been brainwashed in there. I was a little kid. I, I, from what I understand, they can't do it to girls until they're, like, 10. So I think that's why it's a lot worse. Because as a baby, you don't know anything. Fuck. Everything hurt as a baby. Uh, Mike D says, bravo to all that showed up last night. Yeah, I, I got a great good. It, see, this is what I'm talking about. 
you get involved. You get involved. Maybe, maybe not to this level. I mean, this guy. Man, I'm sorry. It, it, you got a hammer and sickle hanging in in your in your classroom. They showed more pictures of the classroom. You you've got uh, um, a a thing of Emperor Mao or whatever his name was Mao over in China. You got picture of Kim Jong Il and Un in the room. Nobody's telling you have to love America and play Lee Greenwood every time a kid walks through the front door. Hell, you don't even have to just respect it. Respect where you are. I, I, I mean, honestly, do these people think that they would be getting a chance to teach if people like Mao were in charge? I, I, I just, I'm lost sometimes with, with people. Just really am. And now, I'm sorry to say, this is, this is probably one of the angriest I'll ever be because it happened again. Oh, Arnie, what happened again? Well, I'll tell you what happened again. So I was sitting watching an episode of Criminal Minds yesterday that I'm sure I've seen 46 other times. I get a text message. It's from Braddy Kidd. And it's a story I hadn't seen yet. Christopher, you know how we said we were going to uh, team up on our reviews? Well, uh, I got a couple that, uh, well, at least one I will not be going to. And that is Top Gun colon Maverick because it's been fucking moved back yet again. Why? The movie theaters are open. I've got a story today. We're about to hit our peak. Our peak. But don't worry. The World Health Organization has found yet another variant, which is untouchable by the vaccine. It's in some third world country now. It'll be here next week once the numbers start coming down from Delta. By the way, all this shit is true. Every single bit of it. The rates are coming down faster than they thought. They said, wow, this is kind of like an eight-week, maybe a little bit longer because America's bigger. I heard this yesterday said, this is just like what happened in Great Britain. Motherfuckers, I said that. So it's coming down. And what does Tom Cruise and the fine folks at Paramount do? Oh, the Delta variant. I'm not going to make a hundred jillion dollars on this one. This is the first time that I'm upset about capitalism. Because I want to see this fucking movie. It will be now three years. It was supposed to come out in 2019. Oh, I gotta push it back. Oh, I fucking hate Tom Cruise. I hate Paramount, except they have Yellowstone, so I can almost forgive them on that. Oh, God damn it. So, we got to do something. You know what we got to do, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Uh Uh-huh. Give me that dial. One. 
three, two, three. Uh, nine, five, six, eight, eight, one, one. I know it's early there, but hey, they don't know time there in, in, in Hollywood. Thank you for calling the studios at Paramount. Sorry we missed your call. If you are inquiring about stage or backlot availability, please leave a detailed message and a studio representative will get right back with you. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Yeah, I was wondering if you could tell me who in the blue hell is running your stupid corporation. I'm going to keep calling back. You move back Top Gun, colon, Maverick, yet again? Why? Why? People have been waiting for this. Hi, America's kind of going through a lot of shit right now. This would be a great patriotic movie to come out. But no! Fuckers. There you go. Hung up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we'll be calling them back. I didn't make any terroristic threats there, did I? No. Now, see, Radberg just texted me. He goes, he goes, I know you're a big fan of the franchise, but Top Gun 2, horrible idea. Just like Caddyshack 2. I'll wait for Top Gun 2 and a half starring Leslie Nielsen. Now, look, look, look. As a kid, I was excited about Caddyshack 2. Here, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Caddyshack 2 did not have Rodney Dangerfield in it. It barely had Chevy Chase in it, and it had a guy by the name of Jackie Mason in it. His biggest role ever was the fucking t- the voice of the aardvark. You know, very popular stand-up comedian, worked forever. Everybody loved him. But I'm joking. Yeah, he fucked that movie up. That movie was terrible. Hey, just give Miles Teller, because he's the original reason this fucking thing hasn't been hit but done yet. Oh, if I see him on the feet on, on the street, I'm telling you right now, ankle lock submission hold. Hang down, Jen says, you know when someone takes something from you, something you've wanted, and then they hold it just over your head, and then they tease you like they're going to give it back? Do you get frustrated and eventually downright pissed? It's that with this Top Gun movie. To the point when they finally give it to you, you're going to be like, no, I don't want it. I'm right there. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm not going to see it. Putting my foot down. Putting my foot down on September 2nd, 2021. I will never see Top Gun 2, colon, Maverick. Really hope they take the colon out of that. Then I can say, hey, I didn't say I was going to not see the other one. See, semantics, people. Words matter. No, I, I, I'm saying this is seriously. By the way, by the way, it's not the only Paramount movie that's been pushed back. Not yet. No, no, no. They've also pushed back. So it's going to come out now 
on May. Uh, or wait, wait, no, flying to theaters on possible fall of May. Okay, yeah, so this is what's happening. It's not going to be released until like May. Oh, for fuck's sake. It was supposed to come out in July 2019, but in 2018, Paramount opted to shift to 2021, the Miles Teller incident. Mission Impossible, that's also getting pushed back. Mission Impossible is coming out now July 7th, 2023. I'm sorry, that's that's Mission Impossible 8. 7 is moving to the fall. And I guess, I, I don't even know. By the way, Jackass Forever, which is supposed to come out in October, now coming out in February. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for getting our hopes up. Oh, by the way, Venom's been pushed back, too. Why? Are are the movie companies privy to information we're not that we're about to get locked down again? You know what? For, For Hollywood and the actors, I'm happy the studios are now fucking raping you by releasing your shit on fucking streaming services. And you ain't going to hit your box office bonus numbers no more, i.e. Scarlett Johansson. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that's happening to you. Oh, wow, look at you. You're acting out the words of somebody else who drew this out 50 years ago and was way better. No, it did not get pushed because of the Kabul skydivers. Oh, man. Look, look, speaking of Kabul, I'll do the Kabul stuff before I do any of, any more of the fucking pandemic shit because the pandemic shit is just, it's absolutely crazy right now. Uh, the White House says that they are officially appalled and horrified. Oh, a White House official said this. Uh, They're appalled and literally horrified that Biden stranded Americans in Afghanistan. Surprise, surprise, surprise. But look, look at how they all push away. Oh, this is the time to abandon the ship for Joe. Oh, man. I, I, wow. I didn't see that one happening. An official in the White House said that? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know who I'm smelling, don't you? I'm smelling uh, the Indian giant. Mmm. Dave Coe, great point. Great point. Uh, Jackie Mason isn't the only one that screwed up Caddyshack, too. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was terrible. There was only one saving grace in that movie, and it was Randy Quaid, and it wasn't even that much. This is appalling. That that the oh the White House is pissed off about this. Well, well that's great. It's a White House official, so it's somebody high up. This isn't going to be like the head of the the waiters. This ain't, this ain't going to be the coat check girl. This ain't going to be a tour guide at the White House. No, a White House official is either chief of staff, maybe a secretary of state or something, 
or even possibly a vice president. Um, what do you smell, fish? Uh, unbelievable. I, I mean, God Almighty. And and get ready, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. The Taliban is angry with us. I, I, I right. I mean, hey, oh, sorry. They're angry with us because some of the stuff that the military left behind is all busted up. You did not leave us working equipment. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're feeling angry and betrayed. Some were left deliberately rendered inoperable. Well, yeah, dummies. Oh, and by the way, what are you going to do about it? Well, I shouldn't say that because whatever you do, our president will allow you to. Man, oh, man. Just this picture, this guy looking up at this helicopter. Oh, I do not know what I'm supposed to do. All kinds of broke-ass shit that they can't fix. Oh, that's funny. Ain't like I got a Sears there to fucking charge it on. God, how old am I that I just I just made a Sears joke. Oh. Now, I don't know if anybody saw this one coming. But Afghanis form huge uh, groups outside of banks as the country has already mass hunger and economic collapse. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Golly. I bet. <laughs> did, did, did you think that the Taliban was setting up textiles and factories? Were they making those ever so popular widgets? <laughs> the Taliban calls tech support and says angrily, yes, I already tried Control-Alt-Delete, damn it. And the best part is when the Taliban calls, it's an American. And the American's name is Akbar. <laughs> Hello, this is Dirk. Yes, I am Dirk. How can I help you today with your AT&T products? No, 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 I am from Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is where my brothers Lance and Blaine live. Hello, hello Lance, hello Blaine. It is me, Dirk. How can I help you? <laughs> and they call it, yeah, hello. Uh, all right, yeah, it's quality control. How can I help you? My name is Akbar. <laughs> oh... <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's like the guy robbing you at the ATM and getting pissed you only have a $400 limit. What's a Sears? Oh, Jesus, I am old. Is the warranty still good on these choppers? <laughs> oh, man. Chad and Dirk and Brock. I call him Blaine. Brock. Hello. Yeah, this is Dirk. How can I help you today? 
TGI Friday's complaint line. This is Dirk. Oh yes, yes, I, I, I fancy the the TGI Friday's uh, chicken wings. They are very, very delicious. As my brothers Brock <laughs> and Chad go to the American jukebox and play some funky tunes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's weird how they're having an economic collapse when terrorists are in charge of your money. Radberg says, Taliban, listen to the squad. They're demanding more free stuff that works. In the name of fairness, if we don't give them more, we're racists. Yes, yes, we are. Oh, my God. Oh, the economic... By the way, what economy do they have to fucking collapse? Oh, no. We can't buy more dirt. Man, if we don't shit this place up anymore, they'll take our two shit a stand rating away. Oh, and the last one, really... In a region that we haven't heard about yet, this is how you can tell this is all horse shit. Doctors are also warning the risk of a catastrophic COVID outbreak. The one place in the world we haven't seen masks ever, now they're going to get it. Oh, they, they, yes, we will be fucking giving them stimulus checks, probably. Well, we feel bad that we left them. This administration, absolutely. Well, we feel bad we left them with broken equipment, so we're going to help them out. We're going to help them get on their feet. No, 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 no. We should keep knocking them down. We should get to the point where they can't get up ever again. Yes, yes, I know. I know I'm a bad person. I've come to terms with that. <laughs> with that economy collapsing, that country will now become a shithole. But there's a big sign when you come. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hell for this one. <laughs> when you're driving in one of their dirt roads, they got a welcome to Afghanistan sign. At least we're not Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm burning for that one. Oh, I'm going away forever. <laughs> oh, yes, I just snorted because I thought it was that funny. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. Look, we've dropped a couple bombs on them. Haiti gets a fucking giant earthquake, and then like six days later, well, just to make sure we're fucking cleaning up, we'll just do a hurricane right through there. Oh, man. How those girls laughing? Fucking a level of the country again. Get out. We left behind the hundreds of Americans and those that work for us, and then fucking level all of it. Let's send them some COVID blankets. Uh, 
Uh, do you think they only want the COVID vaccine and that's why they're beating people? I think that could be what it is. Now, now our, our dear, dear friend, uh, Jen Pisaki yesterday. I got to find it here. Shit, where in the hell is these stories? Where do I? Oh, Pisaki. Not Jen. There we go. This is the best, is that Jen Pisaki refuses to discuss a leaked phone call that happened. This leaked phone call was between the president, Biden, and the Afghani president. And from what I understand, I haven't heard the tape. I don't even know if I can find the tape. Um, but allegedly, they knew the Afghan army was collapsing and they would kept it quiet. I, I, like I said, I don't know where I can find the tape. Let's see. Let's see. Let me look up real quick and see if I can find this. Uh, Biden tape with, uh, there we go. Uh, news. Let's see. Happy Friday Eve to you, hot mama. Cut the red tape, blah, blah, blah. I can't find it. So I guess there's a tape going around. I, I don't know. You, I hate you keep pronouncing her name or mispronouncing her name. It's P. Sucky. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. P. Sucky. Well, she refused to talk about it yesterday. How is it, as, as a press secretary, do you say, no, I'm not going to talk about that? You're the press secretary. You have to talk. I mean, right? Am I wrong? Taliban screws with each other by putting a five-second delay on their suicide vests. Welcome to Afghanistan. Come for the dirt food. Stay for the mass beheadings. <laughs> the content of the reporting is consistent with what many have said many times publicly. Biden forced much of his last call with Ghani on his perception problem in the fight against the Taliban. Biden pressed Ghani to bring together the government's most prominent figures for a press conference. That will change perception. She's saying, no, I ain't going to talk about it. No, 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 no. That was a private conversation they were having. Well, was the Afghan president saying, uh, Mr. President, uh, I do not like the way you have raised Hunter. That's a private conversation. You're talking about raising your kids and shit like that. Okay, maybe you're talking about ED problems. They're both old guys. I don't know. That's a private conversation. But if you're talking about duping the people that you represent, that is not a private conversation. Here, let, let, let's play a little game. We'll play a little game here. Is this a private conversation? Hey, Jim, how you doing today, man? Well, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Well, I got this weird smell going on down in my, my, my crotchal region, and I was wondering if you knew anything I could do to help with that. That's call one. Call two is this. Hey, Jim. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Well, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about blocking the roads tonight. And, and I know I'm the mayor and everything, um, but I'm going to block the roads tonight, and I'm just going to cause some massive traffic delays. So wh- what do you think about that? 
Now, which one of those two calls was public and which one was private? Hank Dungeon says, whoa, 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 that's private. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. Just don't let it happen again. It offends me when you mispronounce P-sucky. Over there, tourist photo ops are a gag on a painting where you put your head in the hole and it looks like you've been beheaded. Imagine the old-timey Western phototype place. Costume department is either pajamas for the fellers or a black sheet with eye holes for the gals. Step right up. Step right up. Is block the roads a, a euphemism for gay sex if both are private? Yeah, if it was. No, no, no. No, 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 no. This was a, this is a mayor just telling his buddy he's going to black back up the roads. It wasn't for gay sex. But, hey, that's a good call. Good catch. See, that's the thing I don't understand about people that get into politics. And it kind of goes into the same, but not really with actors and actresses. Actors and actresses, you like them, and you like their careers and stuff, and you're big fans of them. You don't really know that person. You know they're acting. But a person that you follow, like the president or somebody like that, and and he represents you, I think that's a little different, and, and, and you don't really have much of a private life. What I'm trying to say is that if you're in politics and you're representing people, you don't have much of a private life. And, yeah, even though you're a big movie star and everything, but you, you should have a private life. It, it, look, it, you should have. The, the politicians, I don't think, should because they're representing everybody, but that's just me. Imagine the carnival games in the Middle East. For only a dollar, you can try on a suicide vest. If you blow up goldfish, <laughs> the goldfish blow, you win. <laughs> Man, they can do all kinds of shoes. The, the shoe toss for kids. <laughs> you know, bury, bury a landmine in under 10 seconds. <laughs> they have... The, the, they stole it from our shit, uh, uh, a, uh, a radar gun, <laughs> and they clocked the kids throwing rocks. <laughs> oh, Shamalayman, you, you have very strong arm. You throw that 42 MPH. I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> MPH. Ah, MPH is very, very good. You smells boy the cows. He he threw one uh, one stone. He threw it fifty two mph. I'm thinking that is better. God damn it! I am so going to fucking hell for all this. Oh, I don't care. It, it, it's fun. Uh, all right. Oh, <laughs> oh the Pope. Pope kind of stepped in it a tad bit yesterday. It's bad when the when the Holy Father himself does shit like this. Um, he misquoted somebody uh, as he was criticizing America, 
and the West for trying to establish democracy in Afghanistan. Something that I I, I disagree. I, I don't think that they want democracy, and I think it's wrong of us to try to give it to them. So I, I guess I'm with the Pope on this one. But it wasn't Angel Merkel, the, 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 the leader of Germany, that sexy vixen. No, 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 no. No, he was quoting Vladimir Putin. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Max Pebble Hoist. Welcome to the 2020-2020 games of the Afghani games. Dodge mine. Kids throw landmines at you and you got to dodge them. Fucking criminy. Wow, way to go, Pope. He's going to have to do a couple Hail Marys on that one there. Let's see. Let's get rid of some of these stories. Uh, I told you, right, the the uh, the Delta variant is now starting to peak. Numbers are starting to go down dramatically, kind of like they did in Great Britain. But not to worry. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, let me introduce you to the new COVID-19 variant. It's named... Oh, wait, hold on a second. I got a perfect one for this. Oh, my God, is this so perfect? Its name is... (coughs) Moo! Strain B1, B.1.621. It originated in Colombia and now has been detected in America. Now, I don't know what happened to the Lombada one or the Epsilon one, but those are gone. Mu is becoming a point of concern as the Delta starts to slow down. And they're saying this one is completely resistant to the vaccine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But you got to take it anyway or not. Man, thanks, World Health Organization. You're really watching out for us. Yes, the it, it's actually just spelled M-U, Mu. It's the uh, Greek letter for M. Delta is D. Epsilon is E. There must have been a few in between because then we get to the Lambda. I call it Lombata, but it's Lambda. L, now Moo. Arnie's going to try to catch the variant and fuck it. <laughs> oh, that's good shit right there. Oh, the who named the Moo. He, he, he. This is getting to be so dumb and so out of hand. And, and, and the best thing that could have happened has now happened. I, I, I love that this happened. It, it's wrong that I say this. Oh, I got to make sure I have the story. Or do I have it in there? Oh, no, it was Ohio Judge. Ohio. Yeah, compared to... Oh, shit, where the hell did it go? Mm-hmm. 
judge orders that. There it is, right there. All right. The best thing that happened, that could have happened, happened. It seems like most of America now gets their news and a lot of their information. And I'm not kidding about this. I'm being totally serious about this. It went from the news at night when our parents were like maybe our age or maybe our parents' age. We got, we got information we watched from the news. <clears throat> then it trickled down about 15, 20 years ago that most of the younger generation was getting their news from the Daily Show with Jon Stewart. I'm not kidding about that. That is a true story. Now it seems like, if we want to fast forward, a lot of people are getting their information through a certain podcast. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the one and only Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan had to cancel his Nashville show. I'm not sure if the Sacramento show is still on for the week before Arnageddon. By the way, if you haven't gotten your ticket, look, I put easier ways. If anybody had trouble getting to my tickets, I'm sorry. If you would have just gone to ArnieRadio.com, all you got to do is hit that button, and it links you right to the ticket sales. But I put up other ways now, so everybody has an easy way to get to said tickets. But back to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan tested positive, and he started to get sick. Canceled the shows. Went to the doctors, and he asked them to prescribe him ivermectin. Ivermectin, this drug that everybody's saying, oh, look, it's just for horses. And I told you about this a few weeks ago. This is a drug that won the Nobel Prize for science. It's been prescribed over 4 billion times. That's B with a billion. And it's supposed to help against parasites and things like that. And yes, they can give it to animals. It's also an animal medicine. But it is a prescribed medicine. Now, somebody here in the ass family got the horrible and dreaded COVID. They went and they got this. And a day later, they were up and around like nothing had happened. It was a day or two. Joe Rogan said, hey, I want the ivermectin. Joe Rogan got the ivermectin. And lo and behold, he released a video this morning saying how good he's feeling, how much better he is. And now a judge in Ohio has ordered hospitals to treat COVID patients with this. An Ohio judge ordered a hospital to give the horse drug. I have a net. It's not a horse drug. I am so tired. Ty- this is what I don't understand. Yes, it is for livestock. But do you know that they have also other medicines that humans take for animals. Do do you know that? Because there are. They come in different covered bottles because there's a little bit that's different. I don't think it's as potent or it's way more potent, probably. Fuck, I wish I would have known three fucking weeks. I thought I was going to die. Rogan got ivermectin, mononucleal antibodies, and prednisone. All that stuff has been around forever. 
This is the, uh, I can't even pronounce it. It's their cognitive dissonance. This is bullshit. For the meat, see, this is why you don't, you can't trust big, big media. I'm not going to say you can't trust all media. And, and, And look, depending on how big it is, if it is mainstream or not, the biggest media you can't trust and, and, and it, it, that's any network. You have to look at them. Look, the truth is out there. Ivermectin. Let's, let's look up Ivermectin. Let's see how Google has changed the... Uh, let's see. Ivermectin... Anti-parasite. It can treat infections caused by roundworms, threadworms, threadworms, and other parasites. Side effects, blah, blah, blah. Ivermectin, let's see, Wikipedia. There we go. A medication that's used to treat parasites infestations in humans. This includes head lice, scabies, river blindness. All, all kinds of other shit. Side effects, okay, medical uses. For river blindness, all this kind of thing, adverse side effects. History. Uh, in 1970, 1970 it came out. Uh, ivermectin was introduced in 1981. Half of the 2015 Nobel Prize for Physiology or Medicine was awarded. 1986, it was registered for use in 46 countries, was administrated, uh, administered massively to cattle, sheep, and other animals, was, prov- was approved for human use in 1988. Ivermectin earned the title of Wonder Drug for the treatment of nematodes and arthropod parasites. It's been used safely by hundreds of millions of people to treat river blindness and lymphatic pleuritis. Humans can use it. Okay. Yeah, I've seen animals prescribed opioids for pain. We're going to give ivermectin to our snakes, and one got sick a few weeks ago, but the damn feed store stopped selling it because of COVID. Supplier was told by the government to stop spending it. I wonder why. Same thing happened with what's-her-name. Uh, when Donald Trump said the uh, hydrochloroquine or whatever it was, that shit seemed to work a little bit. I'm not saying they're cures, okay? I'm saying maybe it stops it from killing you. You're still going to get it. Joe Rogan, I don't know if Joe Rogan got the shot or not, and I, it, it's none of my business. If he wants to tell people he got the shot, fine. If he doesn't, that's fine. If he didn't get it, that's fine. But, hey, he wanted to use this medicine. They let him use that medicine, and now he's doing good. Hydro, hydroxychloroquine. There you go. I always mispronounce that. I'm not very smart. be a terrible doctor. I'd be curious to see uh, studies on parasitic or virtual resistance to ivermectin over a given period of time. If this shit works in hospitals, then fuck it. Use the stuff. Properly admit. Yes, absolute. Yes, ogre. Yes, I, look, a friend of mine who got COVID who lives in Florida, my buddy Scotty, he said he was going to the feed store that day to buy some. I said, don't get that shit. 
you can't get that. That don't get that. It's not made for humans. I probably ain't going to kill you, but don't go to a damn feed store. You don't go to a feed store to feed your family, do you? If it's administered by doctors who think it might help, I'm all, look, I'm, I'm, I don't care if they say drink a gallon of damn tomato juice, and that'll work. That's going to suck because I fucking hate tomato juice. I get damn COVID and they give me a thing of tomato juice, fuck, I'm going to be barfing a lot. But if they say to do that and it will help, okay, great. That's what I want. I got the vaccine. Now if I get COVID, I'm like, oh, shit, now I got the COVID. Give me some ivermectin. If I get sick, if there's that 10% chance that I get sick. Maybe I catch it, and it goes, oh, okay, you've got a great immune system, which no immune system would say that to my immune system. (sighs) It's so maddening. Just use the right shit. But see, you can't. You can't do it in this day and age. Oh, All right, let's see. The Illinois Department Director of Health says that masks are as effective as vaccines and meaning they work. If you want to believe that, go ahead. I'm done fighting this. I I, I really am. I need to get to the other bad news and then we got to take a break and we got to call Joe Murphy and get on with college football here. Hold on a second. I'm going through here to see if I've left anything off, and I've left off two stories at least. Uh, oh, I haven't told you my jokes this morning either. By the way, V Coop, thanks for some of those you sent me. I've used a couple of them, so I appreciate it. This makes me think of the morons who took fish tank cleaner and thought it was the same as, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, what's the difference between, oh, wait, do I have one? No. What's the part of, what's the best part of sex with an Amish girl? You don't have to call her the next day. Uh, Which other ones did I, oh, I I told the joke, why can't Helen Keller drive? Because she's a woman. And then I did the, uh, I finally did the, why did Caitlyn Jenner, did I do the Caitlyn Jenner? Hell, I don't know what they are. I don't know. I Sometimes I get confused. So I might have told two that I've already told. But those are the jokes today. Let's see. Who else we got in here? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a few more stories. Jesus. I'll save that one. Save that one. Got to read that dumbass. And Ehon. Oh, and Owen, oh, that one there. There we go. All right. We'll start with Ehon. Omar, the idiot from Minnesota, who who they have it, I guess, on the ballot. Oh, they've endorsed a Minneapolis ballot measure that would replace the city's police department with a new Department of Public Safety. If you live in Minneapolis... And you not only allow this to be voted on, 
but then vote on it and let it pass? Let me just tell you, friends, you reap what you sow. If you don't want the police there, and instead you'd rather have the Department of Public Safety, which could include licensed police officers if necessary, they're going to have a bunch of fucking crossing guards. Come on. You got to be kidding me, right? They're going to vote to to abolish the police. They've gone from defund to completely abolishing the police in a large American city. Let me say this right now. If you do it, d- dissolve the police force, the governor of Minnesota should be allowed to build a gigantic wall around your Thunderdome. That's where people who break the law in other parts of the state, you get dumped there. Welcome to Thunderdome. What what got you sent here? Murder. All right, you're you living down on Main Street then. You're gonna you're abolishing the police. <sighs> Man. All right. Fine by me. You don't want police, don't have police. Then you have another city going the complete opposite way. The city of San Francisco is rolling out a pilot program that will pay high-risk individuals not to shoot anyone as crimes tick up in the city. Let, let, let me read that again to you. They will pay high-risk individuals. Okay, they're also known as known felons. Oh, maybe not that. Maybe, hold on a second. Um, high-risk individuals. Uh, what can I, uh, uh, felons. Uh, rap sheet deadbeats. Career criminal. That's what it is. Career criminal. Hey, uh, hey, career criminal. Uh, we're just wondering, uh, did you shoot anybody today? No? All right, well, here's 100 bucks. Every day that you don't shoot somebody, we give you $100. Now, if I say I shoot somebody, do you all arrest me? I mean, you didn't catch me. I just, it, well, you, you kind of gave yourself up then. Cheryl Davis, the executive director of Human Rights Commission, said, quote, These small investments can transform the lives of individuals, but they can also transform communities. I'm not making this up. This is in y'all's back fucking yard. The Dream Keeper Fellowship will pay 10 people who are at high risk who are career criminals, of being either on the end of a shooting or involved in a shooting. 
They're going to pay him $300 a month not to be involved in such crimes. I, I, I don't even, I honestly, I don't know where to start with this. This is, why don't you pay everybody that then? I mean, if it works, if these small investments. So you're going to pay me $300 a month not to get shot. Fuck, I, I'm set. I ain't never been shot. Can I get some back pay? I, I need some back pay on about 50 years because I ain't never been shot. Do I get a bonus if I've never even been shot at? Or is this just a way of you to go, here you go, career criminal. We know that you did all these bad things, but hey, just don't get shot. Here's some money. I hope happens. I hope happens. I hope the Dreamkeeper Fellowship is is robbed by one of these high-risk individuals. And it steals all the money. And then another member of the group shoots him to get the money to give back to the group. That's what I hope. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now, if you didn't think it could get any worse than that, then uh, uh, two more. Two more for you here. Oh, boy. I just had this damn story. There it is, right above that one. Okay. You ready? You ready for this? I it, it, This is so awful. Bono, Susan Rice, the current president, are gushing over Anthony Fauci in the first trailer for the Nat Geo documentary, Fauci. Yeah, yeah, they did a documentary on him. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't pick this guy uh, from fucking Adam in 2018. Nobody knew who the and now you're gonna make a documentary on him because he has no clue what he's doing. Come on, just tell me that the camera crew was with him when he threw out the first pitch, and then clowned his sorry ass for that. Jesus Christmas. But that's not even the worst story from yesterday. There, oh, dear God, it's hard to see. Oh, it's hard to see. I better not do that now. Um, Hurricane Ida came through and swept through. Oh, I know, I know the perfect song to play for this. Leonard Skinner's version of this, of course. Hurricane Ida hit John Schneider, a.k.a. Bo Duke's home, in Holden, Louisiana, Sunday. 
and it looks like a tree was actually uprooted and crashed on a general lake. I, I, I'm not sure. He was helping people uh, that had recently gone through floods in, in the Nashville area. He wasn't at his property. But it looks as if the General Lee has been struck down by Ida. Oh, it's a sad day. It's a sad day that the General Lee has died. I, I hope that Cooter can fix it. Is the, is the message board working? Man. I just typed. It looks like it's working. I guess I'm not interesting today. I, I just don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. I got to call Joe and get him ready. And then uh, we will do college football for the week. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Uh, here you go.
Talking about a truck in a farmer's field, a no trespass sign, a time to kill. Nobody's gonna get hurt, so what's the big deal? Something about a truck in a farmer's field, and somebody beer sitting on ice after a long hard day. Taste just right on that drop tailgate on a summer night. With somebody beer sitting on ice, and somebody girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer pressed against her lips in that farmer's field. About a girl in a red sundress, and there's somebody kiss that's gonna lead them all on that drop tail gate back behind the corn. The most natural thing you ever felt before. There's somebody kiss that's gonna lead them all, and there's somebody truck in a field and a girl. Something about a creek around 2 a.m. After a few of those beers, you wanna dive on in. You don't need no clothes to just hang 'em on a limb. But something about a creek around 2 a.m. And there's something about a truck in a field and a girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer to her lips. Show here on a Friday Eve. We are calling the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joe Murphy, as we are about to talk some college football. Joe Murphy, are you there? I am here. I am. I am here. I'm. I. You know, my tech team. I'm up the Venetian in my hotel room. Oh, good. Yeah, the yeah the tech team had a little trouble getting through, and I had I had to tell them, yeah, yeah, you have to put the area code first. So yeah, 
All right, good, good. I'm glad you're at the Venetian because I know you've been barred from many of the casinos and and sports books in the greater Reno area. You know, I, I there's no way that, I did. I could not. It stated I could not tell those the expiration dates on the drink code. I, you know, they're hard to read. So you know, don't uh, blame me. Joe, I have known you longer than my entire radio career. We met at yeah. Hooters in Reno. And I was bad mouthing your Nebraska Cornhuskers as you were bad mouthing my beloved Longhorns. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We got off on the. We got off. Well, we're very passionate. That's yes. all that meant. You know? Yeah, I, and I mean there was no ill will. And then I I was in radio, and then all of a sudden I see Joe Murphy walk through the door in radio. <laughs> yeah, that was, and then walk right back out. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Uh, more, more actually thrown right back out. But that, yeah, they, yeah. Man, who are we yeah, to mince words? <laughs> now, I know that you are a huge fan of college football, and that's why I have you doing this. And we're going to do the pros next week. We'll do the pros. Right. But right. college football is what drives us as football fans. Right. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, I ask people all the time, if, you know, some of them get it. But I say, if, you know, if they told you you could only watch football one day, Saturday or Sunday, what day would you pick? And for me, it's, it's not even a, it's not even a no. you know, no doubt about it. It's Saturday. I mean, Every Saturday. Every yeah. Saturday. I, I mean, I hate people. You can tell a Southerner uh, from a non-Southerner. If you have a non-Southerner, they will pick a wedding day on a Saturday in the fall. Yeah. You don't yeah, do that. Yeah. You don't no, do that. A, yeah, not on a home Saturday. No. Especially. Oh, God, a home Saturday. That's that's sacrilegious right there. Yeah, that's a, that might be a lynching coming around. Now, now, before we get to picking games, I know that you are a huge Nebraska Cornhuskers. Are you from ne- Nebraska? or you No, just- b- born and raised in, in Reno, but graduated from the University of Nebraska. So okay. it's like I tell people, you know, I, 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 I love the pack. I've lived here all my life. I root for the pack. And so I tell people, you know, my veins appear to be blue, but if you cut them open, they bleed red. Yeah. So. Yeah. I shit, I didn't even know you were a college graduate. Holy shit, you went to Nebraska? Boy, they yeah. let anybody in. Glass of eighty-eight. Um, the one thing it what has happened to the Nebraska football team? You know, they, it's like the big red machine. You know, it was it was Devaney. Devaney just got it, made him a powerhouse, made him, and then and then you know Osborne was like right under his wing, assistant head coach. Boom, just turned it over. No outsiders, just kept the big Osborne kept the big red machine going, and then. They brought in Solich, just like an Osborne. He was under him. He just knew it. And then the guy goes six and six or something like that. And all hell broke loose. Then they, they you know, they, people are screaming, we gotta, we gotta throw the ball. We gotta and and I'm like, you know, we won a national championship last year. And did you notice we led the nation in rushing? But okay, you guys want to throw the ball, we'll do it. And so now we've just gone through a couple of bunch of coaches, you know, and so it, yeah, it's just uh, we thought Frost was going to be the guy, but uh, I don't. I don't know if he's going to be the guy or not. He's 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 one of the ones you know on the hot seat now. So oh, absolutely, and and he played at Nebraska, right? Right, transferred from Stanford, won a national championship in '97. And uh, I I mean I remember those teams, and and it was, you know, I look, it's bittersweet for me for my beloved Longhorns to go to the SEC. And we'll we'll, yeah. we'll go more into depth about you know who's going to win conferences and all that kind of stuff. 
Right. But I remember well, the first Big 12 championship game. It was yeah, Nebraska Texas. and Texas. Yep. And James uh-huh. Brown on fourth and whatever threw a touchdown pass. Calvin Hill, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, touchdown, Longhorns, first ever Big 12 champions. Yeah, I remember that game too. You know, and what I see coming is like, you know, you, you know, you've heard about this big alliance now with the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and it's going to be like the NFC AFC one of these days. You know, it's going to be like two yeah. conferences. That's it. It's going to, you know, I see that coming. And uh, but uh, I, if, if the Pac-12 and the, I think what is it, the AC still the uh, Pac-12, the Big Ten, and uh, I don't know the third one. I can't. Is it the so, ACC? Uh, possibly, yeah, yeah, the ACC, yeah. Uh, you know, I hope that, you know, I hope that we can we can compete with the SEC because they're just, you know, especially Alabama. I mean, they just, I don't know how that guy does with that saving. He just, but once you're on top, you know, kids, kids, yeah, you yeah. want to come to Alabama? Yeah. You know, especially now with the, with the, um, you know, with the money, with the oh. endorsements, you know, I mean, your kids are getting money, but they haven't even played a game yet. Oh, there's a, there's a kid from Texas who went to Ohio State. He forwent, he, he forgo, he went his senior season at, at South Lake Carroll. He's making almost $2 million a year, and he's not really even on the team team yet. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are just – it's going to be interesting to see these 17, 18-year-old millionaires running around. Uh, you think the college kids get into trouble now. Hold on. Well, I, I wanted to ask you about that. You led us into that perfectly. I mean, is this going to – I've made the prediction that this will be the only year that it's the wild, wild west. Yeah, I mean, you think it'll change out? Because I think, you know, uh, I think you're going to see, you know, uh, you're going to see some 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 kids in the news because, uh, you know, getting into trouble. Hey, you know, when you're broke, big little money, little problems. Big money, big problems. Yep. So, you know, we'll get to, all we can do is wait and see. So. See what happens, yeah, but uh, I, you know this all pans out. I've always been a, I've always been a. Hey, you know, you're getting your education free. You're getting, you know, this and that. And, you know that. So I, I'm not a real big on the payment. You know, for these kids. I think that some of these kids that come from nowhere, they don't have any money. They should get some kind of a stipend. You know, help them put a little money in their in their pocket. But but uh, you know, it is what it is. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I think it's going to be the Wild West because first of all, you're going to get Title Nine involved. At some point, Title IX is going to have to get involved. The smaller right. schools are going to say, hey, we don't have those kind of businesses around us to support, so we're not going to get any talent. And, and it's yeah. going to go down that road, and it, I, I hate it. Look, I, I'm, I've never been opposed to the $100 handshake. If alumni want to give kids shit, if they want to give them cars and shit like that, go ahead, fucking do it. You know, yeah. that's what your alumni is there for. Do that yeah. shit. But yeah, there's I, some, yeah, there's I, some crazy rules in there. You know, like assistant coach gives the guy a ride. Yeah, you know, and, and it's a violation. You know, some, some ridiculous stuff too. Yeah, he gave him that, a yeah. jacket to wear to a fucking funeral, and the kid gets fucking kicked out. That was a real yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. I think somebody, yeah, like coach, took some kids on his plane to off season to go fishing or hunting something. Boom, you know, big, big, uh, you know, the big binds and 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 you know the. Remember, I don't know the last time they had the death penalty. Or didn't call it the SMU. death penalty? Yeah, it was SMU. Yeah. Oh, yeah, SMU. Yeah. Yep. It was yep. the only one ever. SMU got it, and no, they never gave it to anybody else because it was so bad. You, that Remember back in that time, Craig James yeah. and Eric Dickerson in the back, nobody could touch that team. 
Well, yeah. that's, that's because they were the best team that, that money could buy in college sports. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they dismantled that, and it's never, ever been the same. All right, let's get to some games now. Okay. Uh, we'll start with some games tonight. There's there's one decent game tonight I'm looking at here. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. That'd be that uh, Minnesota game? No, 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 not that no. one. No, the uh, Boise State-UCF game. Oh, okay. Boise State-UCF. Central Florida lane four at home. Oh, wow. That's interesting because ESPN has it. They're laying six and a half. Oh, okay. Well, I've got... got No, no. This is why I got you on the show because I want to tell people, don't go to ESPN to get your fucking book numbers. Yeah, no, they're actually six. That's the uh, opening line. That was the opening line. So there's there's a lot of money moving. A lot of money coming out of Central Florida. Most of them, William Hill, the dead end. They're six now also. So, so, yeah, you're right. It is six. So, you know, that's, uh, I'm one of these guys that I, I, people, when the money moves the line, I, I go against it. I, so not all the time, but sometimes I'm like, they, that thing go to freaking 10. I don't care. Cause I'm taking the other side, you know, but, but, uh, and then in this, in this case, I kind of do like the other side. I mean, uh, central Florida, you know, I mean, with frost, that was why we loved him. They went 13 and oh, but, uh, they are the same. They they aren't the same team that they were and and, and look the the thing with Boise is I don't like Boise I hate everything about them I hate their blue fucking turf but, but they always pull out some big wins they and, always yeah they're always surprising you know it's like oh Boise State we make fun of them and then bam there they are twenty fifth and then nineteenth in the polls and yep. stuff and they just they win games it's crazy and, and I think they win this game I think they outright win this game so uh, I would take the points in this game. Yeah, you yeah take the points. Uh, I'm gonna say if you bet them straight up to win. You know, you bet a buck for every buck you bet, you're gonna get probably about two fifty, maybe three bucks back. So if you like them that much, you can bet them on the money line. But uh, but yeah, I take the points in this. I love getting points at home, but uh, so this one's on the road. But but like you said, it's the Boise State mystique or whatever yeah. that. Uh, it's it's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right, let's go to that game that you mentioned next. Let's go to the the Golden Gophers of Minnesota are at home tonight, and they're a 14-point dog to the most overrated school I've ever heard of, but the Ohio State University. What do you right. like? Well, let me see. I You know, I did – I wrote something down on that one. Um, I just – I look I, – I foresee – a 52 to 21 game Ohio State. So when I, I think they're, you know, I just don't think everybody's touting Minnesota, but, you know, uh, they're just, I just, it's in one of those cases where I just don't think they have the athletes to compete with Ohio State. Let me, let me run this by you because I, I don't disagree with you on that. But Ohio State's got a new quarter. Uh, all these teams that have new quarterbacks starting this year are getting a lot of love. And you, you have to remember this is a 17, 18, 19 year old kid. That's right. leading this exactly. this money giant of a team because Ohio State. Look, yeah. the the football team funds the school. Are you going to try? Yeah, there's yeah, there's only a few programs in the whole nation, Nebraska being one of them, uh, uh, or Ohio State, where they're they don't take any student money. Their their football team can it, it works on its own. They don't need any tuition money or anything like that. They support the entire athletic program and 
of course, Ohio State's one of them. But when you, you know, you, I look at these guys like remember, you know, Tua and and Jalen Hurts. You know, these kids come out; they're just they're barely eighteen and just take charge. You know, so yeah. I'm sure the kid's good. That's for sure. So you, I, I like Ohio State big. I like Ohio State covering that. Yeah, I think they roll. I think they just they 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 always get the horses, you know, the big horses. Uh, you know, oh well, I'm not going to Alabama, Dad, but I'll go to Ohio State. Exactly. You know, that's, yeah, I mean, wow, what, what a terrible life you live. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the only shot coaches have is sometimes they. You know, oh, Joe, did I lose you? Joe, you there? Hello, Joe. All right, I'm not getting anybody's comments on here or anything. So, Joe, I'm going to hang up on you, and we're just going to restart the show real quick. All right. 